1: Yes, indeed, you are on Cruise Control, and so are we. Welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I am Les Jackson, and you listeners that, that uh, pay attention to us every week, you know who we are. The other guy is Fred Staub. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Fred. And um, we are not eating candy.
0: No, that's because Les ate all of it.
1: Well, I didn't think we were going to mention
0: that, (laughs) Whoops. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Wrong script. That's right. But I am am, uh, skipping lunch today. Excellent. You should skip lunch for the next two or three (laughs) days. That's that's right. Uh, But uh,
1: nonetheless, we have lots and lots of automotive information ready and waiting to share with all the listeners.
0: Yeah, we sure do, Les, and... Probably not a surprise, but Ram said this week their electric pickup is on the way. Seems like everybody is getting into electric pickups, and why not? Absolutely. But
1: for those that think the internal combustion engine is gone, well, not so fast. Ford is putting a big, cute engine back in its Mustang, and I mean big.
0: Yeah, (laughs) we'll talk about that. Could end up in the F 150 too. And why are the feds watching Tesla? And why do some Tesla owners have to pay to get their radios back? Hey, give me back my radio. It's, uh, yeah,
1: it never ends, does it? it just no,
0: it as the
1: Tesla turns, Les. Yeah, it's, uh, one anyway. Uh, over at Jaguar, they freshen up
0: the E-Pace. I actually, cool I, I actually saw my first E-Pace on the road uh, this week, and interesting—you don't see them very often.
1: No, you don't. I drove one uh, on a rally a couple of years back, but I've never seen one on the road. Hmm. And GM Performance.
0: Yeah, that's right. GM. Do you have a new crate engine? Yeah, E crate powertrain, yeah. electric powertrain. You know, SEMA 360 is coming up this week, and uh, they're going to be showing off a K5 Blazer with this new E crate engine. We'll talk about that. And is it a trend for the future, repowering uh, classic vehicles with electric? Uh, I think
1: this is a great, great idea.
0: And you have an at the wheel review, don't you?
1: I do. The all-new uh, Volkswagen Tiguan. This is very popular SUV. This is the R-line version uh, for the hot rod uh, boy racer. That you enthusiast are. in all of us, yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it appeals to my inner nine-year-old.
0: <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. We'll also tell you about how a mini driver ended up on a racetrack with an active race, but she wasn't supposed to be there.
1: <laughs> That's uh, exciting.
0: That, that, sounds, that sounds rather hard to do. Why are these people being so aggressive in driving? <laughs> we'll talk That's about right. that and more when we come back on Cruise Control Radio. Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. Electric pickups—they're all the rage. Matter of fact, Les is building his own out of wood. I—I uh, I am. Uh, reminds me uh, when I built my own uh,
1: nuclear uh, power station when I was <laughs> in ninth grade.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
1: But my my parents took it away from me when my hamster exploded. Yes, <laughs> I
0: would imagine they would. Yes. Uh, uh, But uh, welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We're taking you on a ride around the automotive industry. Always news to talk about new models, new deals, and a whole lot more. So we hope you're enjoying the ride. Uh, You know, we've been talking a lot about electric pickups. Of course, everyone is getting one. Mm -hmm. Ford, Chevrolet, GMC, Tesla, Rivian, Lordstown Motors, and of course, Hummer. uh, That's right. Everyone said, where's Ram? Well, here's Ram. CEO Mike Manley confirmed the automaker's plans to have an electric pickup. He told the Detroit Free Press this week, we're going to have one. Stay tuned. I'll tell you exactly when it will be, uh, but uh, he didn't tell them right away <laughs> when it will be. No, um, he said it would be electrified, not necessarily Fully electric. electric, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to get exciting, though, isn't it? It is. I,
1: you know, I, I just think um, when when you really, well, we we understand the technology because we've been around it. But what, when you really think about it, an electric motor to run a pickup truck is a great idea. You, all that torque.
0: Yeah. All that torque, uh, it may be also pickup trucks. They may be at work sites idling for a long time currently with an internal combustion engine. Now they don't have to do that, and they can actually provide power. And also revealed this week, while we're on electric trucks, Ford E-Transit on November 12th, it's going to be revealed, the zero-emission, all-electric E-Transit. You think about all the trucks running around just amazon trucks alone wow yes when they get to be electric uh it's gonna be make a big difference isn't it it will as a matter of fact when i go over to my local home center
1: here uh i, I go past what used to be called landmark mall it's uh, was a big mall with sears and other and it's been shut down, no business. But the parking lot and the parking garage, multi story, are filled with brand new Amazon vehicles, vans. Wow. Hundreds and hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. So you can see that the market for electric is huge.
0: It's going to be huge. And frankly, swapping just those vans over to electric will make a big difference as far as. Uh, yeah, you know, environment. they're already.
1: Running some of them here,
0: wow, wow. Uh, I think it makes sense. They're quiet. Uh, yeah. They're, you know, I don't know what the typical route is, but I'm sure it's well within the range. And so you're going to be seeing a lot more of these, and it makes sense. You think about and, some somebody know. servicing electric meters or whatever. It makes sense. Why wouldn't the electric company have electric vehicles, right? That's right. That's right. And they don't pollute. And they don't pollute. And they're quiet. And uh, probably when the batteries uh, are no longer capable of powering the motor, they can be used for something else with the electric uh, yeah. company. Stationary systems, yeah. Um, so it yeah, makes it, sense. This
1: is this is uh, this is just great.
0: We'll be seeing more of them, but but in true in true cruise control radio fashion, we go from electric vehicles, electric pickups to a new pushrod 6.8 liter v8 possibly dropped in to mustangs according to the drive publication you know they have their pushrod cam in block 7.3 liter godzilla truck engine it's a iron block engine designed for heavy duty work but uh according to the windsor star From Canadian Auto Union Uniforms National President Jerry Diaz, the 6.8-liter power will be returning to Ford vehicles for the 2022 model years of the F-150 and the Ford Mustang. The theory is this will be an aluminum version of the Godzilla. It will be uh, down to 6.8 liters, which is plenty That's four hundred and six cubic inches. Four hundred and six cubic inches, and it may find its way into the engine, the vehicles I mentioned. What about that, Les Jackson? It's really cool. Um, You know, I
1: realize that big block engines are sort of, sort of obsolete in a way, but there's just something so cool about them.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about what we might put it in when we come back on Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Stay tuned.
1: Cruise Control. And welcome back. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Dustin and Fred, we are still... Counting down a bunch of stories. I don't know. Are we need them down. all in?
0: Uh, we're going to talk like this. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, this Godzilla engine, the 7.3 liter, the iron uh, cam in block. <laughs> That's a, just a different way of saying push rod. I love it. cam in block. Is,
1: that is a great way of saying push rod.
0: Yeah. Uh, the idea that it would be put into Mustang 6.8. Uh, leader engine, um, and uh, potentially F-150s. I mean, F-150, I think F-150, if you look at it, even right now, and, and this is just pure conjecture, I did not run the numbers, but that probably harkens back to the old days when you could get six or eight different drivetrains in a vehicle, which used to be pretty common. But you think about that, you can get a lot of different drivetrains in the f one fifty. It's probably the one vehicle that has more available engines. You have a variety of EcoBoost engines, like three or four of them. You have the 5-liter, 4.6-liter uh, uh, V8. You have the uh, diesel. I mean, there's six right there. There's the hybrid, seven. You'll have eight, the electric. I mean, think about that. That doesn't happen much these days does it sure doesn't no i mean maybe this new engine will be another option you know that's right uh Boy. <laughs> it's like get that order book out we're gonna be here a while <laughs> <laughs> you know so it, lets i think it's time for another edition of as the tesla turns
1: yeah um there's just a never-ending supply of uh <laughs> of, of tesla crisis
0: Well, the feds are watching Tesla very carefully. They announced this week that they're going to roll out their full self-driving, as they call it, FSD beta test to a select group. This is a level. They're calling it a level five autonomous car, right? That's what they're calling it. Meaning completely self-driving. That's the concept. Uh, Well,
1: I admire their spunk. (laughs)
0: They're going to do this beta test on the highway with beta testers. Now, even though they say it's currently for local roads only, they're going to be testing this. They say it doesn't allow beta testers to travel on the highway for local roads only. We'll see how that works out. Uh, And they guarantee it to be safe. How do you guarantee that? I guarantee it. Reuters reports that the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is watching Tesla, uh, watching Tesla's most recent software release very closely. And it even went as far as saying it's standing by to assist the public against any safety risks. Uh, mm. what, what do you think of all of this? Well, is, I'm is skeptical. A, is it a good place to like beta test stuff? Like this on the road, like no, it's a
1: terrible place. It's it's, you know, it, it's like asking somebody. Well, if you want a cheap airline ticket, uh, you know, you have to beta test flying this new airplane,
0: <laughs> or or a new pilot that always wanted to yeah. fly. But it's <laughs> not right. too clear on flap settings for takeoff. Yeah, <laughs> he
1: failed. He failed flight school, but but he's been in remedial classes.
0: And we'll give you some extra pretzels to make up for it.
1: No, I just think this is, uh, what's happening here, in in my opinion, is Tesla is combining beta testing of of an unproven system with marketing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's always a bad idea.
0: Well, there's been a lot of crashes with this, Uh, Mm -hmm. system, not the current system that they're or the system they're talking about rolling out, but their current autopilot system. Uh, And it, a lot of it comes from owners not understanding the limitations when this, this new system even has a limitation of being able to be used on local roads, not highways. What's going to stop people from rolling out on the highway and say, Hey, let me give it a shot on the highway. That's right. And what's really bad is they've had 19 known crashes
1: Um, with autopilot and Tesla so far refuses to cooperate. So you can't blame the government for saying, well, we're going to be watching this.
0: Mm -hmm. Tesla or the beta rollout has also Tesla's beta rollout has also uh, stoked criticism from Ford GM and Google's Waymo. Uh, They have formed partners for automated vehicle education pave and they say public road testing is a serious responsibility. Using untrained customers to validate beta level software on public roads is dangerous and inconsistent with existing guidance and industry norms. They're right. Yeah, because they have hot, they have had to apply for uh, permits to do this and given limited yeah. access to roads with, uh, you know, with drivers in there with people ability to shut down the system if it something goes wrong. Yeah. I don't know and how if, to, how can Tesla do that then? How can they just say, oh. Well, um,
1: I think it's just arrogance. You mm-hmm. know, they're just doing it, seeing. well, you know, uh, let's see if
0: they take us to court to shut us down. And when it hits another driver, when the system messes up, they'll just say that driver's stupid. They
1: better, better hope that other driver isn't me. Because <laughs> I'll be visiting Elon Musk personally. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes, exactly. Or it could just—if it's a Model Three or Model Y—that bumper could just fall off, and yeah, it could all be yeah, actually.
1: The likelihood is before they get in trouble, they'll probably break down.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so here's one more for our te- as the well, Tesla turns. Yeah, I think
1: this is just pure
0: reckless endangerment. That's okay, what I think it is. That's a legal term. There you go. Um. Tesla owners, they they opted for a $2,500 uh, $2, $2, $2, $2, infotainment upgrade for older versions of the Tesla Model S and X. They would get things like video streaming through Netflix, YouTube, Hulu, Tesla Arcade, Tesla Cam, and Sentry Mode. So once you're done buying a Tesla, you're not done buying a Tesla. Uh, so you get this $2,500 upgrade, but then once they did that, these owners realized they no longer had AM, FM, and Sirius XM radio in their car. That that upgrade mm-hmm. took it away, and according to Electric, uh, the publication Electrek, uh, they learned that Tesla said, oh, if you want your radio back, it will be an additional $500.
1: <laughs> no. Do you, su- <laughs> do you suppose that they planned this or or what?
0: I don't know. I don't know how it could happen, how you could take st- other stuff away that's not involved in it and say, hey, want this upgrade. And then sure. And then, oh, by the way, it's actually not $2,500 because if you want to get everything you had before this, it's $3,000.
1: Okay, but you already paid for that stuff when you bought the car.
0: Yeah. I think I think people just why not just why not just send Elon Musk money every month. <laughs> you know? I think
1: the uh, the new corporate motto of Tesla is we want you to pay.
0: We want you to pay, and if you want your wheels to rotate again, you know you better That's you better right. pay up. I don't know. I I just don't get it. You know, uh, we're not, we don't want to hate Tesla. It's just, they give us, such well, <laughs> they give us just, things to talk about that make you wonder, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, there are over
1: 300 different vehicles you can buy right now. Mm-hmm. And there'll be and, more electric vehicles
0: than ever uh, before.
1: I just think
0: uh,
1: you, you, you have to okay, if you're interested in one, fine. But test drive one and then test drive others.
0: Yeah. And think about when you get an upgrade, you lose something you already owned. It's like you don't own this car, you subscribe to it. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Not a a fan of the concept. But hey, when we come back, we're going to tell you about another electric car, the E-Pace from a company called Jaguar. You've heard of them. It's getting freshened up. And GM Performance. They have nice nice paint. They have nice paint, doors that work and stuff like that. Doors, yeah, windows. GM Performance also has an e-crate powertrain so you can build your own electric car. We'll tell you about that. And is it going to be a trend for the future? Stay tuned. Cruise Control Radio. Control
1: and welcome back to Cruise Control. lesson and Fred here. We are still talking about electric cars. Mm-hmm. But this time, the good folks at Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Or as we say here in the state, Jaguar. Um, they they've always made interesting cars.
0: Yeah, they always do. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, this one happens to be it. It it's a little confusing. This one is the E-Pace, E you would think is electric, actually, but uh, it does have a 2-liter turbocharged 4-cylinder engine, and it it is the smaller version of the F-Pace. Right. And uh, I saw one of these E-Paces out on the road, very, very attractive, and it's getting a, a pretty major refresh for 2021. It is the new entry point for the Jaguar brand for U.S. customers. So no more small sedans. It's actually a small crossover. Very similar to what uh, certain Mercedes in that, when you look at the shape of it, it looks very Mercedes-like, doesn't it? It,
1: it does. Of course, that's one of their major competitors.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it gets a new revised front lower aperture design with a blade element running through it for more assertive presence.
1: <laughs> more assertive. Okay.
0: Yeah, uh, and features a no noble chrome grill tips for a heightened sense of luxury. <laughs> Who okay, right? You're this going. Stuff? <laughs> you're going
1: too far now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, all new uh, LED headlights. Obviously, that's that's the headlight of choice to get get the good good ratings when it comes. Well, to... you gotta have that. Yeah. Uh, there is a new driver focused interior. Uh, and uh it has a jaguar drive selector you know so uh it uh has driver touch points new driver trust touch points that show off british craftsmanship and as we said it is powered by uh, the ingium engines which uh has a 246 horsepower engine uh which is a two liter four cylinder turbocharged engine. You can get the optional engine on the 300 sport that brings it up to 296 horsepower. All wheel drive is standard on all models. So if you're looking for something different, this E-Pace, uh, could get you, uh, into something that would kind of make you stand out. Cause I don't see a lot of these on the road. I don't either. And they're, for jaguars they're
1: rather reasonably priced at forty thousand to start
0: yeah it's probably uh well equipped i don't know if the english way to say that but there's probably a uh you know handsomely equipped maybe right <laughs> um it, it's and
1: i'm not going to use that word we've gone all the way through this without using that <laughs> other
0: british word that begins with a b yes um but bespoke all that that said you hate that word bespoke bespoke. i really hate that word
1: and yet it's a very old word it's not like it was made up five years ago i probably
0: started when you went to the tailor to have a bespoke suit made that it was one-off a one-off i like one-off well better basically bespoke means tailored tailored unique individualized Yeah, yeah exactly you know, so um, yeah, I I think this is one to check out. I have not driven it. I look forward to driving it, and uh, uh, a lot of refreshing for uh, for this uh, for this year, including uh, optional air a cabin air ionization technology that has a filtration system capable of capturing ultrafine particles, including PM two point five particulates. Hmm. If you look, gee, at, I wonder why that's in the news. Suddenly, <laughs> have you noticed face masks now pitch themselves as PM two point five? Yep, yep. Uh, so I, I think, I think that is a trend. I think we will see spray disinfecting too in cars, like misting the inside. I think we will too.
1: From the factory,
0: you know. And, and
1: actually, I think we'll see it uh, eventually in uh, everywhere we go, in stores and in restaurants.
0: <laughs> They'll just hose you down
1: as you come in. Because that's, you know, that's how we've always caught colds and yeah the flu and things like that. So why not?
0: I still think, too, it's maybe time to retire the handshake, don't you? I think so.
1: Uh, I... I suspect it's going to go away every we've we've even seen in the last couple of years that a lot of professional women uh, in the car industry they're they've kind of united together saying well we got to stop the hugging
0: (laughs) well that's for another reason well it's inappropriate you know
1: if you think about it it's just kind of silly
0: yeah yeah just a wave is good yeah keep it all above boards.
1: Well, that's right. Mm. So yeah, uh, things are going to
0: change. Now, things are going to change less in the classic car market. How do you like that segue? That was pretty good. That wasn't?
1: was well done.
0: Yeah, I just had a... Um, you know, uh, GM Performance always does something unique. They reach into their uh, collection of classic cars at GM, and they do something new. they, they uh always done this for SEMA. The SEMA 360 show is going to happen next week online uh and they're going to show a 1977 k5 blazer that's been converted to all electric propulsion using their e-crate uh drivetrain system i'll call it uh which will be available as a package this is basically the drivetrain from the chevy bolt and before you go saying oh that's not enough power for the k5 blazer well The 1977 K5 Blazer came originally with a 175-horsepower, 400-cubic-inch engine, and a three-speed automatic. The team installed this Bolt electric motor, and it delivers 200-horsepower and 266-pound-feet of torque, a nice gain from that 400 V8. Um, And it is uh, integrated and paired with a Chevy performance electronically controlled four speed automatic while the rest of the Blazer drivetrain including the transfer case and drive shaft and axles remains the same what about what would you put this in i i still think a kit car a light kit car maybe a porsche speedster would be fun what do you think yeah, about a that cobra kit cobra kit that's interesting <laughs> boy would that make a fast cobra kit um
1: I, honestly, uh, I would I would uh, convert a, an XKE Jaguar. Oh wow! I uh, would I would convert. I'd love to do that. I would convert a uh, a modern Mazda RX eight.
0: Oh, that's an interesting one. I wonder if you um, could mount it that low though, and at the and wind.
1: and you know what? I if I could just had to choose one tomorrow.
0: Okay. For
1: somebody to give me <laughs> and, a and give me the give me the kit. Mm -hmm. it would be a 64 or 65 Buick Riviera.
0: Wow, that's an interesting one. Uh, That would make a great electric-powered car. You know, E-Crate engines, they're starting with 200 horsepower, 260. You know (laughs) they're going to go 500, 600. You know that Hummer drivetrain, that's 1,000 horsepower. In, In SEMA, you know... 2035, that will be a, a crate, an E-crate yeah. engine. 2,500 horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put, put that in your Chevette. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's uh, right. I, I think this will be a trend. I, I'll tell you another one. I'll tell you a really good one that would be a Factory 5 Roadster, the lightweight, oh, yeah. tube, chassis, fiberglass yeah. body. That would be wicked, wouldn't it? It would. Uh,
1: uh it, it really would. But, it, you know, you, and remember that these electric
0: drivetrains, you have in, instant heat and instant air conditioning and instant torque. You know what I do? You, you think I'm crazy. So it makes even more noise. I would take microphones and put it, uh, mount them on the electric motor and have a PA system that made the electric <laughs> noise even louder for the hot run. And have it come out an exhaust pipe. That would be the speaker. What do you think? It's we we need to we need to stage an intervention. <laughs> I'm getting ready for SEMA. <laughs> Isn't that something that they would do at SEMA? That's it. Yeah, but picture that. Picture that in a tube chassis, uh, factory five car. Um, mm-hmm. It would be it would be wicked. It would be really really wicked. It would be, it, yeah it'd be a heck of a thing uh,
1: but i just what do you we don't know what this costs do we?
0: i don't know if it will probably be announced next week but uh but it, it comes with a 60 kilowatt hour hour battery pack i don't know what range i guess the range depends on the weight of the vehicle you put in think about that yeah. that's a pretty heavy vehicle that k5 blazer that's right if you well course if you did the riviera it would
1: weigh about the same <laughs> maybe more um, so you'd, you'd probably a 220 mile range something like that how about a dune buggy but why would you go to that effort for a dune buggy? i don't know i'm just saying i like oh, i like not- the- another car i would do is a corvair
0: oh that's interesting i like the corvair concept that's really cool good stuff Well, we're getting a lot of projects going here, at least in our mind, on Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. When we come back, Les is going to have a review of that Tiguan R-line. So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio. Cruise Control. Welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. The show that just keeps on giving. Fred Stobb, Les Jackson. We are right here going to have an at-the-wheel review of the Tiguan Volkswagen Tiguan R-Line. The boy racer, Les Jackson, will have that review in a moment. But first, this story. I love this story. It's uh, Dateline Brazil. There uh, was a Mercedes Challenge uh, that took place on October twenty-fourth through October twenty fifth. Mercedes-Benz Challenge at Interlock at the Interloco Circus Circuit in Brazil. Uh a lot of cool Mercedes uh saloons, I guess they would call them. Right. Saloons all tricked out for all, saloon racing. All driving, all competing. Uh happening at the same uh racetrack was uh drag uh, dra- a drag strip event for uh, anyone to come out and try their car apparently uh, a young lady in a mini uh, was finding the return road and ended up on the track with the Mercedes and she was driving her mini which actually looks rather sport. you know that's going to be used in a mini commercial don't you oh I hope so <laughs> I hope so um, and apparently this was being televised and the announcers started panicking and saying she should be arrested. And, uh, you know, uh, they called out the safety car, which they, I agree. She shouldn't have been arrested and she wasn't, but they called out the safety car, but, uh, it could happen. This could happen, you know, and, uh, it was just a weird occurrence, but she actually stayed up in the green area of the track and didn't mix it up with the Mercedes. It would have been interesting to see how well that Mini would have done. They're very good on the track.
1: <laughs> Had it been you or me, we would have gone right after the
0: Mercedes as hard as we'd Start drafting could. off the lead guy and trying to throw a pass. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I think the Mini may have done pretty well. It may have been a little down on horsepower, but it would make it up for uh, speed, speed and maneuverability, I would think. I would think, although those uh, Mercedes, those
1: are, you know, the, clearly those are professional saloon racers. So those cars are set up for
0: yeah, big sticky, sticky handling and different tire compound and, and yeah. all that. Yeah, interesting though. Uh, <laughs> I just found it's a, it's just a funny, <clears throat> funny I love it. photo. But but it could happen. I could see it. And let's not go all crazy about arresting him. Just say, hey, you're on the racetrack. Just get off here. And that's it. Didn't know. And let's market better next time. But anyway, let's get to your at-the-wheel review of the Volkswagen Tiguan, the small crossover R-Line. Because, Les Jackson, yes. you're all about performance. <clears throat> and Well, you know, they don't deliver anything to me
1: that isn't uh, track-ready. <laughs> <laughs> Les <laughs> Jackson, or, or so track-ready. So like but uh, anyway, this is the Tiguan, which is a very popular... SUV from Volkswagen. They sell every one they make.
0: Yeah, this was the smallest, but they're going to have the Taos too. Is that smaller? Yeah. Uh, Now, personally, I like the Atlas better. Okay, much bigger,
1: Uh, a little smoother. But anyway, this uh, this Tiguan is in pyrite silver.
0: Cool. You can see pictures of it. By the way, we have some pictures pictures up on Yes, Pictures are up there.
1: Black interior. Mm hmm. Um. Everything typical Volkswagen inside is laid out as it ought to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, everything's convenient. Everything is intuitive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Clean. Is something you can't say for <laughs> some other vehicles. Um, it's uh, four, it's uh, four motion, so it's all wheel drive. Mm-hmm. And the R line is essentially their performance. I don't really know why they do it, but it's the performance line of this small SUV. It's kind of the equivalent of like a GTI Golf, mm-hmm. but it's an SUV. Uh, I don't, again, I don't get the point. But <laughs> okay. So what you get with that uh, are 20-inch uh, wheels, which means what? means low profile tires yep very low profile tires (laughs) 35 series um but you also with uh with the with the r-line as part of uh of everything you get this incredible panoramic sunroof uh sunroof moon roof that goes the entire length of the car you can look at the sun too through it but you well, shouldn't yeah. look at well, the I sun. Don't, could... I don't stare at the sun. I no, it's just have a rule about that. But uh, very with the rain we had this week it's super bright inside. It was just great. Okay. Um, anyway, everything heated seats, heated steering wheel, heated rear seats. The most uh, leg legroom in the back seats of anything I've driven in the last 5 years. Wow. Didn't they make the Tiguan bigger? This generation. It, well, remember they—they're making a third-row version, right? But this—this this is two rows. And I had friends that sat in the back, and both were over six feet, and they said, "Good grief, you know, our knees are still like eight inches from the seat in front of us." It was amazing. <laughs> and I sat in it, and I felt like a kid. Mm-hmm. It's just incredibly roomy back there. Very easy to get into, uh, front or back. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that you know really appeals to you
0: yeah i agree it makes um, you feel comfortable and uh just looking at the interior on the on our uh, facebook page or cruise control radio facebook page large display i see you're watching 60s on six or listening to sixties right. on six good choice um uh, nice nice display this did not have nav system okay uh, it's but, an eight-inch display, by the way. But you could use Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. That's Play. right. It has uh, voice control. I like the pedals too. Those are wonderful-looking, chrome-trimmed yeah. pedals that are really yeah, there's
1: little little details uh, that make you realize this is not just a regular old people hauler. It's kind of a little more than that. And again, that's part of the R line uh, psyche, I guess would be the word. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, anyway, uh, the, the overall ride is, as you might expect, very compliant, very good handling, Mm -hmm. uh, modest acceleration. It doesn't, you know, it's not a super high performance, but it's quick. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't measure it, but I'd say zero to 60 was about eight seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, plenty to get up to speed on the highway um the by the way, the rear seats uh are forty twenty split folding mm-hmm. uh, and they fall flat
0: okay that's which is good. important to I do yeah it is it's very, <laughs> I live for it basically
1: well, same here I, you know it's just a little thing
0: but it, it just if you've got slide something big in there it makes it easier to slide yep and for
1: and for the base price you get uh, you get park distance control, you get forward collision warning, you get blind spot monitor, you get hill hold
0: control. Cool. yep.
1: Uh, cruise control, but not smart cruise control.. Mm-hmm. Um, you know so everything Bluetooth, of course. What, um, what's
0: the number on it?
1: Well, that's for 31595. not bad. our line. Oh, uh, actually, this is the R line, and then the shipping is, which is getting higher, is a flat one thousand.
0: Okay, so thirty-two, so
1: 32 yeah, uh, six fifteen. It's with tax. Um, I would, I would get a standard uh, Tiguan myself, just because the R line, even though it has three different ride controls, there's, there's off road snow. And normal mm-hmm. because of those wheels and tires it's a little bit harsh and i think for everyday driving you'd rather have something more compliant
0: yeah and that would drop but other the than price. that you know, that's the only critique i have of the whole car great great sounds sounds wonderful yeah good deal well that is an at the wheel review of the vw tiguan r-line don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on facebook follow us on twitter time for me to say i'm fred stop i'm Jackson. we're gonna see you down the road